You're listening to Rhema for Today. Now, Jesus' attitude toward sin and his attitude toward sickness were identical. He dealt with sickness as he dealt with demons. Now, I've come to believe, actually, by the study of the scriptures, have been driven, or better made to say it, maybe to this conclusion, that if disease and sickness are of the devil, and we found out even from this brief resume today that they are. Then there is one only one attitude that the believer can take in regard to sickness and disease. And that is we must follow in Jesus' footsteps and deal with sickness and disease as Jesus dealt with it. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, A Better Covenant, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. There is no such thing as the separation of disease and sickness from Satan. Disease came with the fall of man. Now you cannot conceive of sickness in the Garden of Eden before Adam sinned. Well, the fall was of the adversary. The fall was of the devil. Sickness and sin have the same origin. I think John Alexander Dowie put it very aptly. He said, uh, sickness and disease is the foul offspring of its father Satan and its mother sin. I think you can see that. He that has seen me has seen the father. Follow Jesus' ministry down through the four gospels. Watch him in his actions and in his ministry. Listen to him speak. Jesus' attitude toward sickness was an uncompromising warfare with Satan. He healed all who came unto him who were sick. Now, there's some folks that didn't come to him. Some folks didn't accept it, but I mean those who did come. No one ever came to him and failed to receive healing or deliverance. We've got the, a number of different incidents of people who came. And not one single time did Jesus say, no, it's not my will to heal you. He that has seen me has seen the Father. He that has seen me has seen the Father. He that has seen me has seen the Father. He that has seen me has seen the Father. But every one of them received healing or deliverance. Now Jesus' attitude toward sin and his attitude toward sickness were identical. He dealt with sickness as he dealt with demons. Now I've come to believe, actually by the study of the scriptures, have been driven or better made to say it maybe to this conclusion, that if disease and sickness are of the devil, and we found out 
even from this brief resume today, that they are. Then there is one only one attitude that the believer can take in regard to sickness and disease, and that is we must follow in Jesus' footsteps and deal with sickness and disease as Jesus dealt with it. Amen. Hallelujah. And that, this is one thing I'm not going to compromise on. It's easy to compromise, you know. But I'm not going to compromise on. Doesn't bother me. You know, people can say what they want to. I've always been very strong on divine healing since I was healed as a Baptist boy. The Baptists talked about me. See, I was a Baptist, young Baptist boy preacher to begin with. Never ordained. Don't want you to think that. You know, you're ordained in the local church of the Baptists because you got local church government. And they offered to ordain me. We will ordain you. Came and talked to me, you know. We will ordain you if, if. You'll just sort of put the soft pedal. Well, the way they put it said, just tone down on this healing business. Now go ahead and preach a little prayer if you want to and preach a little faith if you want to but tone down on this healing business and we'll ordain you. No, I said I wasn't planning on toning down on it. I'm planning on toning up on it. So you know what they said to him. Well, if that's the case, forget it. And turned right around and walked off and left me. That's the last of my ordination. It didn't happen. I'd rather be ordained of God anyhow. Amen. Well, then I eventually, as you know, the story was baptized. The Holy Ghost spoke to other tongues, received the left foot of fellowship from among the Baptists, came over among the Pentecostals. I thought, sure, you know, I'd be at home over here now because they believe in faith and healing, but I was too strong for them. They talked about me as bad as the Baptists, sometimes worse. I love them anyhow. Glory to God, hallelujah, amen. But you think I'll let that bother me? I'm not going to let that bother me. I mean, who's going to bother, you know, sort of like this old, old farmer? You heard the story, didn't you? I don't know, first time I heard his little boy, about nine years old. Baptist preacher. Baptist preacher always got the best stories you ever heard, you know. And uh, this old, of course, this was the days, you know, when, it, when you know, everybody went by rail, trains, freight trains, and passenger trains, you know, and very little, you know, now then everybody goes by air. But anyway, uh, this old farm couple, you know, they's old, retired, and they'd set out on the porch in the cool of the day, and the, the, this train went right by their farm, you know, and they had a little old fast dog, you know, them little old dogs. And this freight train come by at the same time, about six o'clock every evening, you know. And that little old dog would just chase that thing, chase that train man just a barking up a storm. And, and the, the wife said, that just aggravates me to no end. I wish he had stopped that. What makes him do that? And uh, the old farmer said, well, the thing that bothers me is what would he do with it if he caught it? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, after all, what, what would, you know... And so I'm not going to get upset because some little old fice dogs are going along a barking. I've got a train full of goodies for people. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Just, just a boxcar after boxcar all loaded down with the blessings of God. 
And so I don't mind, you know, they're howling at the moon and the hollering it's not so. <laughs> Praise God, I'm not going to compromise on it. The word of God is true. Jesus attitude towards sickness is my attitude. It was an uncompromising warfare with Satan. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now you know too, Jesus in his ministry was ministering as a prophet under the old covenant. He, he calls himself a prophet. You could read in the fourth chapter of Luke's gospel and see that it does. Jesus was really ministering under the old covenant. You see, see the new covenant doesn't come into force because see, a new covenant, new testament, will, testament or will, you see, it can't come into force till after Jesus dies. I mean, you may have a will written right now, but folks can't come into the, and enjoy the benefits of that will till you die. You know? See, now we, now we, this side of Calvary, come into the benefits of Calvary, you know. I mean, after all, Paul said, Romans 10, 10, you're acquainted with it, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, Romans 10, 9 and 10, thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. Well, they couldn't believe back there in the four gospels that God raised him from the dead. God never had died yet. So they didn't have the new birth. They had a promissory note on it. Are you following me? Praise God. So Jesus, you see, is not ministering under the new covenant. He's ministering under the old covenant. And you see, a lot of time people would say, well, yes, you know, yeah, healing, that's the reason healing ceased under the new covenant. Well, we don't have healing. But yet, like I said in this book of Galatians, know ye not that they which are of faith, the same as the children of Abraham, and if ye be Christ, then ye Abraham's seed and heirs, according to the promise. Heirs. Hallelujah. And you see, the promises are not to Israel per se. Actually, the promises are to Abraham and his seed. Israel was Jacob. His name was changed to Israel. He inherited the promise through his father Isaac. And Isaac inherited the promise through his father Abraham. It's Abraham's blessings. And he stated there because we read it, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For it is written, Curse is everyone that hangeth on a tree that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. It's not the Jews' blessing. It's not, it's not Israel's blessing. It's Abraham's blessing. Hallelujah. Well, healing was one of the blessings to Abraham and his seed under the old covenant. Let's read something about it and get a picture here because the principle is the same today. When Israel came out of Egypt, or Abraham's seed, we could call it, because they are the seed of Abraham, she was God's own covenant people. And as soon as that nation crossed the Red Sea and started towards its homeland, the angel of the covenant said to Moses in Exodus 15, 26, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord, or Jehovah thy God, 
and will do that which is right in his eyes and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put, actually the literal Hebrew, I will permit none of the diseases upon thee which I permitted upon the Egyptians, for I am Jehovah, I am the Lord, I am Jehovah that healeth thee. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. First in this month's offer is Kenneth Hagan and Kenneth E. Hagan's book entitled Ministering to Your Family. Next is Kenneth Hagan's three CD series, Avoiding the Trap of Offense. The last item is Lynette Hagen's DVD, Facing Your Goliath. All for the special radio price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. April 8 through 10. That's a Friday uh, through a Sunday right here on the campus. Uh, you can come and find out all about Rhema. Yes. Uh, you, you know, you get to attend some classes. Uh, there's, a, there's a night of worship. Oh, which is an uh, awesome, there's a luncheon. Awesome uh, there's just uh, all kinds of information about jobs and housing. And so, hey, just go to rbtc.org and all the details are there. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagan's life-changing teaching. That's next time on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.